At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote getting ready to take on spring Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Lombardi line. I am Brady Cannon along with Wes Reynolds live from the South Point Hotel Casino and Spa in fabulous Las Vegas on a Wednesday this 11th day of August. One more day until football. You gotta love it and Wes, speaking of football, your Indianapolis Colts have some good news apparently. Chris Mortensen reports that Jacob Eason and Sam Ellinger are now competing for the backup job. Apparently a move forward progress for Carson Wentz and also all-pro guard Quentin Nelson, their injured foots, both of the guys with similar injuries. It was estimated that they would be out 5 to 12 weeks. Now Mortensen reporting that they might be ready for opening day. You know, that time frame of 5 to 12 weeks, Brady, reminds me of my time in a previous life when I was in retail management. You have a customer that orders a product, uh, gets something installed on their home, and you say, okay, we're going to have this in four to six weeks. Mm -hmm. And then you get it. You really know that it's going to be three to four weeks, but you're going to tell the customer four to six weeks. And it's that old promise or that old premise that you use in business or really any type of walk of life, under promise, over deliver. And I think that's what the Colts were kind of doing here is managing expectations, you know, leaving themselves an out. Because when you say five to 12 weeks, that's different than seven to 10 days. Sure. That's a big gap in between five and 12 weeks. So that could be, okay, he's going to be ready for the season or you're not going to see the dude until Halloween. So that's a lot of time in between. And I think that they were just trying, they were trying to manage Chris Ballard and the Indianapolis Colts were trying to kind of manage expectations. I'm still not 100% sure that Carson Wentz and Quentin Nelson are going to be out there for the the opening game against Seattle, but at least it's more of a a possibility certainly than it was about a week ago when this news came out. So, you know, I think that they're just, they were just trying to see here and I think leave themselves a little bit of an out. But I think what kind of was a tell was the same report by Chris Mortensen or a similar report rather that, uh, Carson Wentz, uh, they're not going to sign a backup. They're not going to sign like a veteran backup. Now, I know they brought Brett Hundley in, but that was just for insurance. They were not going to go get a Nick Foles or a Marcus Mariota or a Gardner Minshew or somebody like that to come in because obviously that they felt good about the progress reports with this health. And then plus, especially if it was like Nick Foles, second time around having to go save the day from the injured Carson Wentz, how would Carson Wentz deal with that? 
that and how would that fly in that locker room and maybe could be potentially divisive. So that's a reason why I think the Colts didn't necessarily go because I kind of thought, eh, it's a little bit of panic time. We got to go get somebody because Jacob Eason and Sam Ellinger, that's a fourth round pick in 2020 and a sixth round rookie this year in 2021. Is that who you want leading you out there in week one against Seattle? But uh, possibility that that is not going to happen now. Well, I agree with you. that This doesn't guarantee that they're going to be available for opening day against the Seattle Seahawks. But maybe they miss only one game, maybe two games. I think the prognosis looks a lot better at this point for both Quentin Nelson and Carson Wentz, according to Chris Mortensen's report. Interesting, too. You mentioned it's a tell with the way they were saying they weren't going to sign another quarterback. Also, maybe a a little bit telling that the fact that DraftKings is now taking it off the board, mm-hmm. the prop bet that you can bet who will be the starting quarterback in week one for the Indianapolis Colts. Carson Wentz was at five to one. Right. It's now off the board. Yeah, and, and we'll see if they adjust that and put that up later today because, uh, look, the, obviously on news, odds are going to adjust in terms of the future's odds, like to win division or to make the playoffs and whatnot. If you've got these guys healthy out there, then I think they're right back to kind of coin flip status with the Tennessee Titans. Also some Colts news. Uh, just in a side note, Frank Reich and Chris Ballard, the GM of the Indianapolis Colts, got their contract extended through 2026. So obviously, uh, Jimmy, Mr. Ursay, is very happy with, with their work here, and we'll see if they're going to be at full strength come week one. Let's turn to the Green Bay Packers. They were in the news on Tuesday. Head coach Matt LaFleur speaking on Tuesday, quote, that Aaron Rodgers will most likely not, unquote, play in the preseason without, uh, without Rodgers, Jordan Love should handle the bulk of the first team snaps in the preseason for the Green Bay Packers. And I don't know what your reaction is to this, Wes. I guess I'm a little bit surprised that Aaron Rodgers wouldn't play a series or two in some of these games. Uh, obviously, he's had a tumultuous offseason, but he's also Aaron Rodgers. We know mm-hmm. that he should be ready to play football come early September. What were your thoughts on uh, what head coach LaFleur had to say? Yeah, he knows the offense, so to speak, and and probably you would assume looked like he was in, in good football shape and ready to go. So, obviously, you don't want to necessarily risk him going forward, but you look on the Green Bay roster, they got two quarterbacks mm-hmm. besides Aaron Rodgers, and that's Jordan Love and Kurt Bankert. So are they going to say, okay, well, in case something goes awry with Aaron, are we going to get Jordan Love the most possible reps possible or that, he, that he can? So, you know, it'll be interesting to see if Green Bay maybe picks up a quarterback at some point during this camp after this preseason game. I know the first preseason game is against the Houston Texans. That's on Saturday night. Green Bay, three-point favorite line basically hasn't moved total around 33 and a half here at BetMGM. So if Aaron Rodgers is not going to go, then you have basically a two quarterback rotation. So, you know, I thought maybe Rodgers would get a series and then go ahead and bounce and just, you know, if you go three and out, okay, you go three and out, you're done. So, you know, they only have two quarterbacks on this roster and they do have to, I think, give Jordan Love at least some work in these preseason games and at least give him some game situations against number ones for the opposition on the defensive end. So, it, I mean, it makes sense, but you kind of usually do that when you maybe have four or five quarterbacks on the roster instead of just having two in Green Bay. In hour number two, we'll speak with our friend Chris Zanuck, Las Vegas Chris, and I want to get his uh, opinions on a number of teams in the NFL this year if he thinks they are fades or follows and what are your thoughts on the Green Bay Packers obviously as I mentioned before it's been a little bit of a weird offseason with the Aaron Rodgers situation do you think they just step right in and win this division again or do you think it's not going to be that easy I don't know if it's going to be that easy I think Minnesota certainly could potentially be live now Minnesota's had a little bit of issues with some injuries and obviously some of the COVID protocols and, and whatnot their quarterback coming out and saying what he said did not exactly go swimmingly with uh, the press and and whatnot. So I think Minnesota is the contender. Detroit is still a complete rebuild. Mm -hmm. They're probably going to be the one of the worst teams in the NFL. And then all eyes are on Chicago. Okay. When does Justin Fields get into that lineup? And we talked about it with Brad Biggs, who's the Chicago Tribune writer and covers the Chicago bears and kind of gave us the update and the skinny on what's going on at Chicago bears camp. And you look and it's like, where is kind of the soft landing spot for Justin Fields, Andy Dalton, the red rifle, the ginger ninja, he's going to be the starter in week one for sure. But you look at this schedule for the bears. 
at the Rams, Bengals at home, at Cleveland, Detroit at home, at the Las Vegas Raiders right here in Allegiant Stadium. Then you get Green Bay at home. Then you go to Tampa Bay. Then you get San Francisco at home. Then you go to Pittsburgh. Those are four at least projected playoff teams, you would think, kind of toward the end of October and into November. You get a bye week, and then you get Baltimore coming in, who's a pretty good defense. So it's like, okay, you're trying to gauge where the landing spot is, really, for Justin Fields. What's the best opportunity to get him a start? We don't want to put him against one of the toughest defenses in the league, or we don't want to necessarily maybe do it on the road against like a Tampa Bay or against like a Pittsburgh. So that's why I think Green Bay is still probably the going away favorite in this division. I think Minnesota is going to be competitive, though. Will Justin Fields take the first snap at quarterback for the Chicago Bears, courtesy of DraftKings? The yes is four to one. The no is minus 500. The Athletics' Adam Johns reported yesterday that the coaches have been impressed with Justin Fields and, quote, his natural arm talent. And my reaction was, well, I hope so. They moved up in the draft to grab him. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Look, the Chicago fans, and we talked about this with Chuck Esposito out at Red Rock, Resort and Casino here in Summerlin, and he manages the race and sports book out there, and he's also from Chicago, and he's like, you know, that's the topic on all the talk radio is, okay, when are we going with Justin Fields? The fans want it like week one. You want to see your investment immediately in action, but that is not going to happen. There's some times where Justin Fields reportedly in camp has some wow moments, and then there's some times as a rookie, like most rookie quarterbacks in the NFL, when you get to that second and third read, it gets a little shaky. It gets a little dicey. See here. So Andy Dalton is the guy that I think that they have to go with. Andy Dalton's just, I think, more ready. And he's had so much experience in the NFL. So he's seen a wide variety of offenses. So he's going to be the guy that at least is going to be able to go through his read progressions a lot faster, even though he clearly doesn't have the upside and is not the athlete that Justin Fields is. And, and I don't think really has the arm strength that Justin Fields possesses. You have to kind of take your time with this guy. You don't want to throw him out there. I don't think he's ready to be thrown out there in week one. Now, it's going to depend on how the Bears play early against that tough schedule. They've got a couple winnable games in there with Cincinnati and then maybe, you know, the Raiders. I think that that's probably at least a close game in terms of what the odds are going to be. But you got to go with the veteran, I think, at first. But then, you know, if they start out one and four, one and five, which maybe could be a possibility. You never know, because I don't think they're that far ahead of necessarily some of the bad teams on the schedule early on. So that's where you got to take into consideration, okay, what's the best spot to get our guy in the game? The Athletics' Catherine Terrell reported that second-year wide receiver Marquez Callaway is the go-to man for both Jameis Winston and Taysom Hill in the New Orleans Saints camp, with Michael Thomas sidelined indefinitely and Traquan Smith missing, uh, missing practice Due to injury, Callaway seems to have stepped up for the Saints as their number one wide receiver. And, you know, we talk about the Packers and uh, the Colts, obviously, with injury and and a lot of movement and volatility in their camp. I don't know if this is a full-blown dumpster fire, but there's a little bit of a, a fire starting, I believe, in New Orleans. Things are getting a little weird here, and and I this is a team I'm starting to look to fade here. The Michael Thomas situation is very interesting. You look at their season win total. It's just nine. Now, over is minus 115. The under is minus 105. But even a win total of nine seems to indicate to me that the odds makers aren't real high on this team either. Right, and, and look, this was a team I was kind of a hold on because I thought maybe people were being a little bit premature in terms of the selling of this team simply because they still do have a lot of talent on this roster a little bit less on the defensive end because that's why they were so heavy in the draft first three draft picks for the New Orleans Saints here back in April were on the defensive end and two of those guys right now are in number one spots on the depth chart that being Pete Werner out of Ohio State at linebacker Paul Sinadebo out of Stanford as a rookie corner so you got a couple rookies that might start on defense. You still have some veterans back there in that secondary with Jenkins, Williams, and Marshawn Lattimore. But with New Orleans, I was I was holding a little bit because it's kind of like when they stand up, I'm going to sit down here because everybody's like, sell, 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 sell on this team. And I was like, well, hold the phone a little bit. I know they lost Drew Brees, but look, Drew Brees was kind of a shell of what he used to be last year. And you could kind of see it. He could not get the ball down the field. The mind was still there, but the body wasn't there. And Father Time always catches up. 
up with you and kind of tells you, okay, this this is where it needs to end. So the focus has been on the quarterback with Taysom Hill and Jameis Winston. I've always felt that Sean Payton, because coaches have egos and people want to be right all the time. So he wants to be right and say, see, I told you I could develop Taysom Hill into a high-end starting quarterback in the NFL. I personally think Jameis Winston is a better option. Do you know, you might have to live with a couple, a couple brain farts and a couple turnovers, but he's also going to give you, I think more of a chance to make big plays down the field. So, you know, a lot of drama here in new Orleans and maybe the first thing that they need to do is see if they could find a landing spot for Michael Thomas, but he makes a big contract for a team to take on right now. Yeah. That drama is starting to get interesting down there. We'll find out if uh, Chris Zanuck thinks they are a fade or a follow the New Orleans Saints. Broncos coach Vic Fangio on Tuesday said Drew Locke will start at quarterback for the Broncos' first preseason game against the Vikings on Saturday. Will Drew Locke take the first snap of the season for the Broncos is even money. Teddy Bridgewater, who they brought in from Carolina, is just a short underdog after that at plus 120. Any other quarterback is at plus 350. Any other quarterback seems to be uh, a non-option right now, mm-hmm. barring injury. Mm-hmm. Uh, but obviously, the competition is very close there between Locke and Teddy Bridgewater. You know, I, I don't know how you read into this Fangio saying that Locke's going to start. Does he need more reps than Bridgewater, or or is he getting the nod as the number one guy right now? Well, I think Locke, they want him to be the number one guy because, look, egos play into this. Like I was talking about with Sean Payton. Hey, I want to prove to you guys that have always second-guessed me and have always been cynical of me that Taysom Hill is my guy. I think Denver wants to do that, too, because they drafted Drew Locke. And quite frankly, a lot of the draft picks at quarterback for Denver have not really stuck. Go all the way back to Tim Tebow, go to Trevor Simeon, go to Paxton Lynch, on and on and on with the Denver Broncos. They have not been able to draft a quarterback. You got that guy that went in the Hall of Fame this past weekend in Canton toward the back end of his career, and he was able to manage the game because he's Peyton freaking Manning. So, you know, even though he wasn't physically what he was, but Denver hasn't really developed a young quarterback, and I think that they're trying to do that here with Drew Locke. And by the way, they do play their preseason debut on Saturday against the Minnesota Vikings. This has been one of the bigger movers, Brady. They were a point and a half dog. Now they're two and a half because this is one of the few, I think, really pronounced number one quarterback battles in the league. So you're going Drew Locke and then you're going Teddy Bridgewater and you're looking at Minnesota. Maybe Kirk Cousins plays a series and then there's a bit, there's a drop off to Kellen Mond and to Browning and to Nate Stanley. So Denver has been getting the money. I think a lot of that because you've got basically two kind of half-starting quarterbacks that are going to be in that rotation for the first half. Well, I'll tell you what, if that number gets big enough uh, on Minnesota as an underdog, I would take a hard look at them because if you handicap the coaches and how they perform in preseason contests, Mike Zimmer historically is one of the best, mm-hmm. one of the best covering the spreads in preseason. He and John Harbaugh really topped the list in the NFL as far as, you know, taking the preseason seriously and covering numbers. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, and, you know, we'll see Zim's a defensive coach too, so he wants to get a new look at some of these players and how aggressive is he going to be? Is he going to blitz a little bit more? Is he going to play like base or man coverage? So that's always kind of the interesting nuances when you're handicapping preseason. We'll come back and get to some early games on the Major League Baseball card for your Wednesday. We've got one going in about an hour from now, so we'll get to those in the next segment as we roll on here on the Lombardi line at VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think you could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not like that, CJ. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Football season just around the corner. It's time to get into BetMGM Sports Nevada, the premier sports betting app. BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted odds, specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. You must be 21 years old or older and physically located in Nevada, please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Major League Baseball for your Wednesday is beginning soon, and the first game on the card will be in Minnesota, the Chicago White Sox and the Minnesota Twins. 10-10 a.m. Pacific, 1-10 p.m. Eastern, about 45 minutes from now. We did have a pitching change in this one. Bailey Ober will go for the Minnesota Twins, and they've been playing pretty well as of late. Had a nice series over the weekend over the Houston Astros. Got past the White Sox on Tuesday night. It was going to be Bailey Ober against Lance Lynn, and I was not ready to go against Lance Lynn, Wes. I have been on Bailey Ober a few times this season, but wasn't going to go against Lynn. Now the change for Chicago. Ronaldo Lopez in on the bump for the Pale Hose, and the price has come down. They were in the neighborhood of minus 180 favorites. Now here at BetMGM, the Chicago White Sox road favorites at minus 150 on the money line. Yeah, the White Sox have seen actually a lot of Bailey Ober this season. I believe that this is going to be the fifth time that Bailey Ober has faced this team, and he's been kind of middle of the road. couple not-so-good games and a couple very good efforts. So Bailey Ober is going to go against Lopez. Lopez, I believe, has made one start this season only went three innings you look at Bailey Ober this is now his 13th start so he's made 12 so far in the season just a one and one record so that tells you that Bailey Ober doesn't always necessarily go deep into the game he's got 52 and a thirds innings pitch now the strikeout to walk ratio 56 strikeouts versus 15 walks has given up 13 home runs though in 52 and a third inning so the home run rates a little bit high two and a quarter per nine innings strikeout rate about 9.65 the walks per nine inning rate about two and a half so Ober, I think, has been solid in some spots, but the White Sox have seen this guy quite frequently this year. Lopez, this is going to be a bullpen game, so if he goes two, three innings, that's probably going to be the max for him. It's now been adjusted downwards at BetMGM, plus 125 on the Twins, minus 150. The Strato on the other side for the White Sox. So with this late pitching change, this isn't something I'm going to get involved with. The number of times the White Sox have seen this pitcher cashes on the Ober. 
Oh, yes. The uh, Rockies good. and the Astros in Houston. Pardon me for that. The Rockies and the Astros will get it on for game number two in Houston. This is an 11-10 a.m. Pacific start, 2-10 p.m. Eastern. Houston is uh, still two games up on the Oakland A's in the American League West. The A's winners in extra innings on Tuesday night. Houston took care of the Rockies in shutout fashion. Today, it'll be Anthony Senzatella for the Rockies taking on Fromber Valdez. And the Houston Astros, a big favorite in this one. Minus 260 at BetMGM. Yeah, probably a little bit too rich for my blood here. The Astros, I think this was kind of a series to get right for them because recall after that Dodgers series in Chavez Ravine, they went home and lost three or four to the aforementioned Minnesota Twins that we just talked about in the previous game. So this looks like the get right spot here. Colorado Rockies sends a going to be on the mound a little bit better on the XFIP than he is on the ERA 415 and matter of fact on the XFIP, but not going to step in front of the Houston Astros here. I nearly hit that lunch money three-team parlay yesterday we talked about. I had the Minnesota Twins over the White Sox. That got there. I had the Houston Astros over the Rockies. That got there. And I had the Cleveland Indians over the Oakland A's who ended up going to extra innings, surrendered that lead late in the game, went to extra innings and lost, and so did I. The Yankees at the Royals, they will play game two of their series, also an 11-10 a.m. Pacific start, 2-10 p.m. Eastern. The Yankees now seven games back in the AL East as they lose on Tuesday night to the Royals and the Tampa Bay Rays. They beat the Boston Red Sox. I don't know if you saw that Yankees-Royals game, Wes, but that was absolutely ugly. The Yankees committed four errors. That's the most in one game this season for the pinstripers. The Kansas City Royals, they were button runners over, safety squeezes. They were playing baseball. The Yankees were not. Yeah, and uh, the Yankees going to play with the shorthanded baseball lineup today. Giancarlo Stanton going to get an off day. They already have enough guys out of the lineup. Clayber Torres, Anthony Rizzo, Gary Sanchez, Gio Urshela. So kind of a, a little bit of a B-team lineup at the bottom with Odor, Andrew Velasquez, Tyler Wade, Rob Brantley. So you see this small price on the Yankees. There's a reason why. They're not capitalizing on the Red Sox kind of coming back to them as the Red Sox blew another game late with uh, Matt Barnes on the mound in the eighth. So nothing for me here. It'd, uh, it'd be Royals or nothing. Uh, I uh, would look to the over again possibly. These teams have been, the Royals Royals specifically have been scoring runs as of late. I might uh, get in on the over there between the Yankees and the Royals today in Kansas City. We'll come back and talk some golf on the other side. The Wyndham Championship right here at VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. College football betting guide is here. Start your football season out on the right foot with our expert analysis and picks for conference champions, Heisman hopefuls, and playoff teams, plus power ratings for every team. Now is also a great time to get your all-access VEASAN subscription, including our college and pro football betting guides, along with everything we offer for the entire football season. Get your college football betting guide for only $19.99 or start your free trial, all-access trial today at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Brady Cannon and Wes Reynolds with you back inside the Lombardi line here on a Wednesday. That means one day before they tee it up on the PGA Tour. The 2020-2021 PGA Tour season is winding down. And the final event, the Wyndham Championship, before we start the FedEx Cup playoffs, players will have to find themselves at 125 or inside the top 125 in FedEx Cup points to be involved in the postseason. The last three events of the year, the Northern Trust, the BMW, and then finally the Tour Championship, which is reserved for the final 30 players in the FedEx Cup points list. So this is uh, this is go time for a lot of people. Jobs and money on the line. Webb Simpson, the Wyndham Championship machine, he is the favorite in the neighborhood of 10 or 12 to 1. Hideki Matsuyama, the second choice. Louis Eustazen, Jason Kokrak, Brian Harmon. And Willie Zalatoris is a very interesting figure in this field this week, Wes, because he has what is a special
special exemption on the PGA Tour right now, a temporary membership. He will not make it into the playoffs. As successful as he has been in number of major championships, he has to win this event to make it into the postseason. Yeah, and I'll get to Zalatoris momentarily. By the way, Will Gray, our friend at Will Gray GC, did tweet out, this was from PGA Tour Communications. Keep in mind, and he breaks it down a little bit, the guy's kind of outside the top 125. Some of them are exempt for next season, so they don't have to necessarily get into the 125 to keep their cards because they have a PGA Tour win, or in like Ricky Fowler's case, let's say he doesn't play well this week and he stays outside the 125, he still can get that lifetime money list exemption. So some of these guys do have exemptions in this tournament, uh, or at least uh, to go on for the next season and keep their playing privileges. But back to Will Zalatoris, who's kind of been the man of the hour, at least per this data I got from BetMGM, courtesy of John Ewing. Highest ticket percentage at BetMGM is Will Zalatoris. About 7.5% of the tickets are on Willie Z. The handle percentage, 30 and a third, so he is the biggest liability at BetMGM. And one of the reasons why, as you mentioned in the lead-in there, Brady, the fact that he is on that special temporary exemption. Now, one thing I do want to clarify here, this is just to get into the FedEx Cup playoffs. He does not lose this special temporary membership. Obviously, if he takes care of business and wins at the Wyndham, and of course he played his college golf at Wake Forest, so he does have some some miles on this Sedgefield course in Greensboro, so to speak, but if he goes ahead and wins, then he's an automatic, you know, full member of the PGA Tour, and he gets the two-year exemption and all the benefits that go with that, but when you look at Zalatoris, he still will get in pretty much every event outside of these next three weeks for the FedEx Cup playoffs, even if he doesn't win, because his world ranking is is so high. So he's going to get in all the majors. He's going to get in all the WGCs. He's going to get, because right now he's kind of playing on that unlimited sponsor exemption. That's what that special temporary tour membership is. So he's technically, even though he's not a full member, he can still get into all of these tournaments and get sponsor exemptions or special invitations as designated by a certain tournament or a certain event. But he's being backed, and I understand why he's being backed. I decided to skirt him a little bit because I thought that was baked into the cake because I didn't know, even though he finished tied for eighth last week at the FedEx St. Jude, I was a little worried about, because remember we saw that swing at the Open Championship over there at Rose St. George where he was out of the rough and he looked like he hurt himself and he had he didn't swing a club since the Open until he got to Memphis last week so he had a few weeks off and you know, that shoulder and that arm was bothering him a little bit, so I was a little bit skittish about backing him. I certainly did consider him, but I thought the price I wanted maybe a little bit more than 28 to 1, now 25 to 1 at Bet MGM. I actually went against him. I went against him in a head to head matchup, took Brian Harmon over Will Zalatoris in a full tournament head to head matchup because I think the pressure on this young man having to win this event, that's really a lot to shoulder. And I just don't know if he's going to be able to perform under that type of pressure. And you mentioned, you know, some possible lingering injuries and whatnot, and hasn't really played since the Open, of course, played in Memphis, but uh, has been out of action a little bit. So I, and I think this course really sets up well for Harmon. Just about any course sets up well for Will Zalatoris. But the situation that he's in, I think he's a go-against this week. Now, you and I, as far as some outrights to win this week in uh, in Greensboro, North Carolina, we landed on a couple of the same guys. You and I are both on Russell Henley. You got him at 40-1. to 1, I got him at 38-1. to 1. Uh, You and I are both on Ches Reeve. I think you got him at 100-1. to 1. I got him at 90-1. to 1. Uh, But basically, I went with guys that are very accurate accurate off the tee, hit a lot of greens and regulation, strokes gained approach type guys, and scramble well. And then I actually did go to the top of the board. Our guest, Andy Molitor, on long shots, he and I were both looking at Webb Simpson there, and I said, nah, that price is too short. And then I found a 14-1 to 1 on him, and I said, you know what? If this guy's going to be in the mix to finish top five again, obviously he's got a good chance to win. So at 14-1, to 1, I took a little stab with Webb as well. He's certainly logical because of the fact that obviously he's finished no worse than third in his last four events here. First time uh, that he ever won on the PGA Tour was right here in this event, 2011. One of his uh, several children is named Wyndham after this event, so he certainly was logical. I needed to see a little bit more coming in. Now, he could certainly win, but that's why I did take a pass on him. My two shortest guys were Sun J.M. at 36 to 1, Russell Henley at 40 to 1. The Olympic story, which was well chronicled about the military service obligation in South Korea, that's behind him. And now Sun J can kind of get back to 
the PGA Tour grind. Sixth and ninth his last two years at this event. Russell Henley, third on the tour in strokes he gained approach, 40-1. to one. He was a contender here last year. Actually, probably should have finished better than ninth. He was right there just kind of, you know, having to go for it and having to make some birdies. Uh, got himself in some trouble and gave a couple back. Charles Schwartzel's got to keep an eye on this week, 55-1. to one. Third and 14th in two appearances here. Hasn't played here a lot, but you look at the numbers, and the numbers are absolutely very good and indicate that he could be on one this week. And then Johnny Vegas, Ricky Fowler kind of in the mid-60s. Brendan Todd has been kind of popular. I played him at 70-1. to one. He's had a down season, but if well, this, he, if he this, fits my mold. Very yeah. accurate driver to Well, golf and ball. if this is a putting contest, he's one of the best yes. in the business. He's number four in the field for putting on Bermuda grass here. Strokes gained over the last 24 rounds. Patton Kazire, another birdie machine. So when the scoring is low, that's when Kazire, I think, on an easier course really kind of flourishes. And then Chez Revi, as you mentioned, 100 to 1. I did not land on Brendan Todd, but again, I, I like that accuracy off the tee factor this week. Uh, talking about Russell Henley, a guy that both you and I land on this week. You look at his stats over the course of the entire year on the PGA Tour. 37th in driving accuracy, 4th in strokes gained approach, 6th in par 4 scoring, and 13th in scrambling. His numbers really jump off the page. We'll see if Russell can get to the top of the page of the leaderboard on Sunday at the Wyndham Championship. Next up, we talk with Steve Mackinnon. Little point spread weekly for your Wednesday right here on the Lombardi line. At Bed 365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Raise 
the stakes with BetMGM. It's the best time to sign up because they're giving new customers a shot at an easy 100 bucks. Register using the code VSIN100 and win $100 in free bets when you place a $1 money line wager on the Cardinals or the Pirates if either team hits a home run. BetMGM is always ready to help you turn big plays into major paydays. Enjoy the innovative parlay selection builders, daily promotions, boosted odds specials, and more. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use the code VSIN100 to win $100 when you bet a $1 bet on the Cardinals or the Pirates and either team hits a home run. It's only at BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. It's a new customer offer paid in free bets. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The promotional offer is not available in Nevada. Brady Cannon and Wes Reynolds back with you. And I was just looking at one of our monitors here in the studio, Wes, and it looks like the 2021 recipient of the Payne Stewart Award on the PGA Tour is Justin Rose. And this is a very prestigious award. I believe it is basically handed out for uh, sportsmanship, charity, you know, citizenship, and effect in the community. And certainly Justin Rose has been known for many years as one of the great guys on the PGA Tour and obviously a very deserved recipient. And also Justin Rose, and absolutely well-deserved. By the way, currently 138 in the FedEx Cup standings. Now, he is exempt through next season. So he does not need to get to the 125, obviously, to keep his card. But at 138, Justin Rose, I was looking at that thing that Will Gray tweeted out about the FedEx Cup playoffs bubble. And Justin Rose, a top 10 finish, would get him into next week and obviously into the playoffs here, starting with the uh, the event, the Northern Trust, uh, back at Liberty National and then so on and so forth. So that's something to keep an eye on with some of these scenarios going into this week. All right. It is time to join Steve Mackinnon, the editor of Point Spread Weekly, VEASAN's online digital publication that should be dropping into your inbox here every Wednesday. If it is not, you need to go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe. And Steve, good to have you on the program as usual. Let's talk a little NFL preseason. You have uh, some thoughts on NFL preseason in your article this week in Point Spread weekly specifically in terms of what better sh- uh, what better should watch out for as far as a point spread and specific numbers on the total if you could elaborate that uh, because we have a full schedule of preseason football coming up starting tomorrow yeah uh, Brady West uh, great to be with you guys again um, there are some specific concepts in the preseason that have uh, proven very profitable uh, for betters in uh, recent years uh, in the first thing that I mentioned in the article, I call it line ranges have been very telling. So there's been some specific line ranges where you, you either want to back underdogs or favorites. And it, you think, well, that could be chancy. It couldn't. But, but if you think about where these line ranges stand, it makes a lot of sense. So favorites of seven or, or, or more than seven have lost five straight games against the spread. What type of favorite in, of that big of a margin in the preseason has the motivation to cover? So you got to figure it that way. However, in the three and a half to seven range, in the last 10 years, they've covered it about 56 and a half percent. So when you see a line range up over that three mark, but lower, but seven or less, you figure, well, there must be a reason they're favored by more than three points in a preseason game. They must have some sort of extra motivation. There may be a quarterback injury, that type of thing. And the last one is underdogs in the one plus one to plus three range uh, over the last five seasons, 60.2%. Very good profit margin there. Uh, basically, it's telling you there's no reason either these teams should be favored, neither really cares that much. Why not just take the points? Steve, uh, one of the mantras out there in the preseason is new coaches, because by logic, it's like, okay, new coaches, you want to establish a winning culture. So these preseason games, now just three of them, instead of the usual four, are going to matter. So it's like they want to get out and really start well. Like you got a new coach with the Rams, you got Urban Meyer in Jacksonville. How much weight do you put into that? Or what have you seen with the data over the years? Because the perception is, you know, more often than not, you want to bet on these new coaches. 
Well, I think you got to take that on a case-by-case sure. uh, standpoint because uh, you look at a situation like Jacksonville, Urban Meyer, yeah, first-year head coach, probably does want to establish some sort of winning culture after the, the miserable season last year. Uh, you get a new coach at a, at a team that's not in such a, a desperate scenario, if you will, and he probably doesn't have that same type of mantra. So, uh, Or a veteran coach he is put into a new situation. Mike McCarthy, for instance, he probably doesn't care one iota how Dallas does in the preseason. He just wants to keep his guys healthy. So I think you need to, uh, and Mike, Mike McCarthy, not a rookie this year, obviously, but he's first preseason with the Cowboys. So something to keep in mind, I think you got to look at each situation individually. Steve, let's talk a little college football. You have a very interesting article this week in which you rank the teams in each conference according to their strength of quarterback. And I found a couple of particular conferences especially intriguing, the Pac-12 and the SEC, because you have so much star power at the quarterback position. In the Pac-12, you have Keaton Slovis, Jaden Daniels, Dorian Thompson-Robinson, Charlie Brewer. In the SEC, JT Daniels, Matt Corral, Bryce Young, Bo Nix. What kind of recommendation can you make to betters and readers of Point Spread Weekly in this article that you write, how we can translate that into actionable information. Okay, well, just so I want to clarify here, this was actually in a few weeks ago as Point Spread Weekly. We didn't get a chance to talk about it, but I think it's a very valuable piece. In fact, and the, and the one thing I want to focus on as I talk about, talk about it with you guys is there are 14 quarterbacks that came from power conferences that are now in lesser conferences or playing for lesser teams. I think those types of guys have the chance to make huge impacts. You, you talk about a situation with like Nick Starkle last year. He elevated San, San Jose State to a conference championship level team. Uh, he came from Texas A&M prior to last year. Uh, they were seven and one. The three years before that, the team won eight games. I think there are two particular situations that really catch my eye here. One of them is Tanner Mordecai going to SMU, very highly rated recruit when he was with Oklahoma. I think he has a chance to really light up the scoreboard there uh, for the Mustangs. Uh, the other one is Central Michigan. Jacob Sermon is expected to take over at the quarterback. He was a four-star, big-bodied recruit uh, out of Washington. He's transferring to Central Michigan. Jim McElvain has made good strides with that offense over the last two years since he's been there. And I think that team has a real chance to take off offensively this season. And uh, Steve, kind of continuing with the theme we talked about with coaches and, and whatnot in terms of all these college football teams with new coaches, and you have your usual rebuilds like Kansas, Lance Leopold coming from Buffalo to replace Les Miles, obviously a massive rebuild there in Lawrence. But in terms of continuity, some of these coaches that have replaced, uh, what team do you think, okay, new coach here, but they're probably not going to miss a beat and they're kind of going to be what they were the previous season? Uh, you know, I think they've done this a few times at Boise State now. You know, mm-hmm. they, they've just transferred coaches. But they're taking guys that have a history with the program. Uh, Andy Avalos, uh, he's, I, I think he's just, it's just going to be status quo uh, for a team like Boise State. That's a, that's a good program where you don't want to overreact to a coaching change. Steve, I've got one more question on this article for you. How do you treat this? uh, If you've got teams that you expect to be on the upswing because of uh, more stability and you talk about new coaches and, and, you know, a lot of change going on in the program, what is your recommendation on how to bet something like that if you think a team is going to decline or could be on the come up? Is that as far as like season win totals or is it game to game or is it a little bit of both? Well, I think it's a little bit of both, and I think you want to maintain. If you're if you're investing in a club for a particular reason, like a coaching change, where you think it's going to be a, it's going to be good this year, and it's going to be good long term. I think you you need to consistently invest in that team and not guess game to game on these teams. Steve, uh, NASCAR is in Indianapolis, my hometown at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. I've seen a lot of Brickyard 400s there over the years, but I think they've made a good move here to finally go to the road course. I've been saying it for years. It's the Verizon 200 at the Brickyard, obviously on the oval, very hard to pass, not a lot of banking. They're only about six degrees, so a very flat track, so it's a lot of track position and getting positions in the pits instead of on the racetrack, but they're on the road course. Doubleheader actually this weekend, IndyCar Series on Saturday and NASCAR on Sunday. So road course at the Brickyard. And when you think road courses, you think Chase Elliott and why not seven wins already only behind Tony Stewart and Jeff Gordon all time. But I think he ended up second on your model this week. 
Yeah, to, to Kyle Larson, you know, it, it's it's crazy. They talked about the schedule changes this year and all the new road course uh, additions to the to the slate. And unfortunately, it's kind of backfired. You're having the same guys up at the top every week here, and it's becoming a consistent theme. It's uh, Kyle Larson, it's Martin Truex, it's Chase Elliott. These are guys who have dominated the road courses uh, until something changes, especially since we just had a road course last week. Uh, until something changes, I would not suggest fading any of those three guys consistently on these types of tracks. One more to ask you about here, because we don't get as many of the road course ringers as we used to. You remember the days where we got Boris said, and we got Ron Fellows and Robbie Gordon, and they were always in very good cars, and usually at least toward the front if they could pull off a win here. But you do got a, a one at least who's kind of a part-timer, an A.J. Allmendinger. How would you treat these guys? Because these guys never seem to win obviously with Larson and Elliott doing so well and dominating these road courses how do you treat these guys because you know they're going to have good cars and road experience is this like a a top five type of player a group or a matchup type of deal that you do with these guys yeah that, that's actually a good call Wes. it's good to point guys out like that out because you can get value for them lower in, in different types of matchups or maybe you have a prop on an over under and where they're going to finish uh, aj allmendinger christopher bell not a not an elite series guy but he's typically good at these road courses mm-hmm. and daniel suarez another guy you want to keep in mind at, at tracks like this so uh yeah the gr- great matchup options all three of those guys and I, I would definitely if you're looking for just a specific to take on another driver great great picks there all right mr mackinan always good to talk with you we'll let you go you get back to work on that nfl betting guide all right <laughs> yeah, crazy. You, you promote one and you're building the other. <laughs> it's the life of Steve Mackinnon, week in and week out. Thank you, my needs friend. To get to work on that betting guide as well. That'll be done this week. <laughs> All right, Steve, we'll talk to you next week. We'll be back on the other side here for hour number two, talking some NFL with our man, Las Vegas Chris, right here on the Lombardi Line. Three six five. We don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get one hundred and fifty dollars in bonus bets when you bet just five dollars. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet three six five. Twenty one plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call one eight hundred Gambler. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.